Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. That's right, it is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jake with you broadcasting live from our vivid Smart Home Arena studios. Austin Horton across the glass from me and safely social distancing from Casa de Monson. The one, the only, the gregarious Gordon Monson. Hello, Gordon. How are you, Jake? I'm good, man. I, I'm uh, I'm doing terrific. I, I've got to be honest, with the weather being pretty much perfect, that's really helped uh, buoy the old spirits. You know what I mean? Uh, did you say buoy? Yeah, right. Is it buoy or is it boy? Uh, you know what? I think it depends on what part of the country you're from. <laughs> is that the way they say it on the uh, Delmarva Peninsula? Uh, I believe. I don't know. Uh, but uh, my mom's from Utah, so there's some Utah mixed mixed in there. What do what do we call it around here? You're the uh, you're the the yachtman of the group, <laughs> the longshoreman. Yeah. I I've I've never called it buoy, but uh, that doesn't mean you can't. You've reinvented the English language many times. Boy is one is b o y. That's a that's a young male child. <laughs> So you're pronouncing every vowel essentially. Uh, bo- I guess. Boo, boo, oi. I don't know. Beats me. I'm doing well. Thanks for asking, Good. Jake. Hope Good. you guys are as well. Hope uh, your daughter didn't get knocked over by a big ugly dog today, and nope. uh, that you're having a good time. Austin, all things good with you. Everything is uh, swimming along. Yep, just just fine. I'll tell you what. Better, uh, better I, to swim than sink. I'll I'll tell you two uh, two funny stories with me today. Maybe not so funny, but one. Uh, it, you know what we did this morning? My daughter and I prepared for a fire, which uh, was pretty awesome. Put together the fire pit, got all the yard waste ready to roll. We're uh, we're gonna have a fire today uh, tonight. Looking forward to that. And then uh, second of all, I had a, an interesting uh, moral dilemma today. Uh, thank goodness uh, Austin uh, eventually called me back moments later. But uh, I, uh, Austin and I um, bought, uh, went in on some uh, hand sanitizer. We bought it at the uh, bulk level. Uh-huh. And it, it comes in, uh, you know, a, a big old gallon jug. And so I, I called Austin. And uh, he didn't answer at first. So I, I'm getting out of my car because I wanted Austin to come 
back down to the back lot, which where is where we were parking, to grab the hand sanitizer. I also had uh, some uh, diapers I'm, I'm giving to Austin and uh, and Harper. But anyway, I, the whole thing was I, I when Austin didn't answer, I'm like, okay, do I take this to the studio? <laughs> does, does it sound like a good idea to walk into an arena with a gallon jug full of chemicals? Does that does that sound like something that would would maybe raise some yes. uh, some alarm amongst our good friends there at security? So I, what would you have done, Gordon? Now, luckily, Austin called me back moments later, and we met uh, back there in the in the back lot, and I was able to give that to him. But uh, what would you have done? Would that have even crossed your mind? Would you have just walked right into the arena, whistling <laughs> with a big jug of uh, of hand sanitizer? Because uh, I was worried. Was I being too paranoid? Probably. I, that didn't seem like a real good idea to me, but. It's hand sanitizer, man. Right, but how many security guards would have, you know, um, <laughs> questioned me about that on my journey no, to the studio? That he also had an have... alarm clock and a car battery. <laughs> huh, in that the other that hand, only huh? would have happened if Austin had been the one walking in with it. Yeah, that's right. But the Austin, feds would have been right there inside the door. But Austin was involved, you understand. <laughs> so, like, so this is what you don't say. Yes, I'm bringing this in for one Austin Horton. No, no, I didn't yeah. know what I should say to to security. Like, hey, just so you guys know, this is not explosive material. I'm doing the water, a gallon of water a day challenge. What do you want from me? <laughs> right. I think anybody that walks around with hand sanitizer these days, probably uh, everybody understands, no matter how much it is. I think they're liable to be robbed. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> that's actually a really good point. Maybe I shouldn't have talked about that on. I was a, surprised you did on the on the radio. We've got our black markets, and now everyone knows about them. So. Oh, it was not a black market. <laughs> let's let's clear that up right now. You want a kidney? I know a guy. I don't know. If now hold on. Is there a, a black market hand sanitizer uh, thing going? Just to reiterate, you were going to gift this to Austin. You weren't going to, you know, like gouge him on the price, were you? Oh no, no, no. We're, okay. No, we we went in on it. Why? I, well, you I, think I, I would I, gouge? Austin I purchased on the price? it. I didn't ask for a receipt to see if it was fair. <laughs> I just trusted Jake. I do have a receipt if that if that really is necessary. But Jake comes in and he says that'll be five hundred and eighty five dollars. Thank you. <laughs> I just am in, in. I'm insulted, uh, a little offended. You'd think I'd price gouge my my dear friend Austin. Is there anything? Why are you worse? sweating right now? I, don't, I, <laughs> I know there are things that are worse than that, but not a whole lot. Price gouging to me is just uh, it's just dirty. What about a good old fashioned American modest profit? <laughs> yeah. That's the American way. That is that is indeed the the American way. None of this taking advantage of people when they're down and out and needy and dirty and germy. No, uh, this is strictly for uh, for family use only. Mm. Yeah, it's funny the things that we used to take for granted, huh? Yeah, and we haven't seen hand sanitizer in a in a store for a while, so we thought, you know, why not go bulk? We won't. We won't. Uh, we know. We won't need hand sanitizer again until, you know, two presidential elections from now. But whatever, you know, trying times. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. But uh, it's it's all right. Uh, we're all getting by, and that's the main thing. And I, I'm still sort of living off the, uh, the optimism and sort of the determination that uh, were in the words of Frank Layden 
when when uh, when we talked with him the other day. I thought that was beneficial to you, to Austin, to me, and to all our listeners. So uh, yeah, he he essentially said, "Buck up and take advantage of the opportunities that are ours, and and uh, grit our teeth and move forward." Uh, real quick before we get into the split story of the day, we're going to talk a little college football coming up, Gordon. I want to ask you about your uh, Facebook live chat with Dr. Dunn today. And and basically what I'm most interested in is how it went on your end technically. Uh, do you want the answer right now? Uh, what, you want, to, you want to go into the split? You want to use it for the split story of the day? No, no, it was uh, just the technical part of it. I had a little bit of an issue because Did you? the yeah because the uh, the I've done uh, certain kinds of uh, uh, vi- uh, virtual meetings and and whatnot, uh, but this was a different system that we were using, and my computer for whatever reason they could hear me but they couldn't see me, which is not necessarily a problem, but uh, they for whatever reason wanted to see me, so I had to switch out computers and uh, try a different computer. And that computer was uh, less than crystal clear. Let's put it that way. Oh, that's not good. I I asked you that question half in jest. Didn't know you actually <laughs> had issues. But so one, the microphone was better than the other. But the one with the good microphone, the the camera didn't work for some reason. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was a bit blurry. It was, but it, but it was all right. Whatever you know, the information. From Dr. Dunn was the most important part could of that. Could she understand what you were saying? Yeah, she could hear me fine. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. And they could see you, and and you didn't. I, I said that uh, uh, I would give you 10 bucks if you did the thing shirtless, and, and you told me you, you were wearing a shirt. No, I was wearing two shirts, actually. But, two uh, shirts? Why? You worry yeah. about and sweating through? Wardrobe no, malfunctions. It, Can't no, be too it, careful. No, it was, it was cool. It was cool this morning. Okay. So, yeah. It was cool this morning. Did you do it outside? No, but uh, I had uh, a It was cool open. in the in the uh, home office? It was cool in the East Wing this yeah, morning? Yeah, I, I had the window open because I wanted fresh air, oh. and it was a little bit cool. So I decided, uh, but I was, I was decidedly casual nonetheless. But the conversation was productive. I thought so. I mean, Dr. Dunn, you never lose talking with her, do you? No, she's very sharp, and uh, she was great when she came on our show. Mm-hmm. Anybody who wants to watch that uh, can go to sltrib.com and check it out. How long did she uh, uh, chat with you? Uh, I think we did somewhere between 25 and 30 minutes. Oh, I've got like it right that. here, 26.15. How about that? Is that what it was? Uh-huh. So, yeah, it was. it's always a pleasure talking with her. You know, this whole thing with the way – Utah is opening up uh, in, a, in a tiered fashion, but but the virus cases are still ascending, not uh, descending. And that's, you know, the CDC has said that they prefer to have a week or two of uh, decline before things get opened up. But for whatever reason, that's the way it's going in Utah. So whatever. I, it, it is a collision, I think. It's a collision of... Uh, public health officials, physicians, doctors, people who really know what they're talking about. And then you have uh, political leaders who have a certain agenda and uh, want to to uh, get the economy going as soon as possible. And 
and that's uh, you know it's important people with uh, with jobs and trying to keep their households afloat. So I get that, but uh, I think uh, I think some physicians are somewhat concerned about uh, the effect of opening up uh, a little bit on the early side. Doctor Dunn looks crystal clear in this uh, in this video. Like she's operating on some sort of connect. Then then Gordon, I can't hear it, but you know you, it's it's fuzzy at times. Yeah, that was uh, I had to borrow somebody else's computer, and for whatever reason, <laughs> that was the result. So, but I'm glad it went well. That was good. You feel uh, you like you learned something? Oh yeah. I mean, she always is uh, is very informative. Uh, you and I have been reading so much on this topic that uh, uh, it's uh, it, uh, we. I, I think we're pretty well informed. But she did say that she thought the vaccine would not be around for another year, and yep. I, that was that was a little disappointing to me. I was I, I wanted to believe those that were saying it was going to be around in November or whatever. There's news and, today that it could be September. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, that'd be terrific. I mean, send out positive vibes. Let's hope that happens. And if it did happen, it would be a major, major triumph. I just, that's not her point of view. She didn't think it would be that soon. So, all right, sltrib.com if you want to check that out. Gordon wore his uh, his finest dress fishing cap, I noticed. Yep, I did. That's like the the tuxedo of your fishing caps. Uh, no, no, actually, that's one of the the grungier hats I have. But look, and I want to know. I'm just I'm just a dumb sports writer, man. That's a, I'm not uh, I'm not one. Uh, these guys who dress up in their suit and tie and a whole you know nine yards. That's that's not how I roll. Now and and forgive me if I if I'm getting snoopy here, uh, you know. But I got to ask you about the sunglasses. Um, were those strategically placed on your hat there, or are you actually social distancing from like I don't know <laughs> the Caribbean or something? Belize, I, because no, I, I, you've I, been telling us all along that that you're just hanging out, doing your work in your <laughs> office, and you know where you don't need sunglasses. <laughs> No, it, it's sunny here too. It's sunny here. I have not sneaked off to uh, Maldives, or I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not on uh, Barbados. No, no, no. no cause... However, I've been thinking about this. You wouldn't know if I were, right? So maybe I ought to. Maybe I ought to rent a place somewhere in uh, in a tropical on a tropical island somewhere and do the show from there if i had your resources i'd think about it <laughs> how are you going to get out there what private uh, private to get the get the g5 See, up? that's a problem i don't want to get on a public plane so yeah that, that might be the only way yeah but i don't if see if i did that then i wouldn't have any money left to actually stay on the island unless i was uh, in a you know, in a bamboo hut somewhere. Sounds pretty good. Then you got crabs and whatnot crawling in there. I mean, it's it's got to be. I'm not looking for complete luxury, but I want some basic kind of uh, uh, accommodation that would uh, make it uh, fun. Man, think about that, Jake. 
Me doing the show on the porch with the beach and the waves crashing in the background? I think, <laughs> why didn't I think about this before? Well, with those sunglasses, it sounds like you did think about, uh, about <laughs> this before. That or you just put them there because you thought they looked cool. No, I'd been outside earlier, and uh, so there's nothing cool about what I was wearing. Sunbathing? <laughs> no. No. Not sunbathing. Wanted to make sure uh, <laughs> make sure you had that, you know, nice golden tan while doing oh, your, yeah. your trip talk? No. Not at all. And when someone says, me? yeah, I've been sunbathing all natural, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No tan lines, huh? I am about as flaky white as I've ever been in my life. But uh, that's a, that's a Like a nice broiled fish. Flaky when white. At <laughs> least I'll be out yeah. back getting my tan on. How do you think? you think we could take the whole show to a tropical island? Oh, I guess Austin would have to be back in the studio. Sorry, Austin. But, Jake, you and I could go. I'm in, buddy. Let's do it. Well. All right. Get the get the G five heated up. Somehow I don't think your show's gonna get connected. Let's let's get this thing going. I'm I'm with you. Let's do it. Austin, uh, would you would you have any kind of issue with that? I anticipate a lot of technical issues. <laughs> but we'd tell <laughs> wait, you all wait. about it, and that's yeah. just almost as good. I, as, I meant on my end. <laughs> as, <laughs> Oh, can't get them on. No, no, no. Fox Sports it is. You, you would no. want us connected because then we could tell you about what we're experiencing because that's the next best thing. You'd want to hear yes. about it. Yeah, yes. I, I, I'm mentally stable enough to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> You'd want to hear about all the sunshine and the and the wonderful you Even know, the existence. hypotheticals like making my blood simmer. Not quite like, boiled. Like, like you uh, two if, at if, Barbados uh, and me back here with Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> if If I were... On, say, a uh, massage table of some sort. And you and, and, and was getting, you know, getting the, uh, the, the rub down. Uh, that, that, while I was doing the show, that would somehow okay, first of all, spin dude, you off into some sort of first of all, of mine. Brosif, uh, social distancing, please. We're, we're uh, not trying to, uh, you know, be reckless oh, here. That's true. That's true. All right. Ixnay on the massage. Just uh, just under, what do you call those grass uh, kind of uh, roof things that are on the beach? What, uh, uh, what's that called? A uh, hut? Uh, no. <laughs> a shack? A cabana. Oh, a, a, a cabana? Is that what you call A cabana? I don't know. Maybe a, maybe a Copa cabana. <laughs> yeah, we could uh, sand between our toes and then go out during breaks and... Wander around out in the water and come back all refreshed and ready to go. I think it'd be good for the show. I hope it rains the whole time you're there. <laughs> well, I don't. <laughs> yeah, well, no, wait. Not, seriously, Austin, you're not the kind of friend who gets jealous when his friends are have a have a, a, a pleasing situation that they find themselves in. Or, or, I, I 100% am that person, yes. And, and by the way, Gordon, all these years going to Hawaii and you're just learning this now? <laughs> Never seen the place myself. You're, you're just, just learning just, Austin's uh, thoughts about vacations, and and by the way, uh, heaven help you if you send him a picture from the golf course. Well, while I'm working, <laughs> Fair Austin, enough. you want to have friends that when you have some bit of good fortune, uh, let's say let's say uh, for instance, just randomly, 
let's say you buy a new car or something, and you drive up and you got this beautiful new car, and and I want to share that experience with you and say, look, Austin, look at my new car. You would say, oh, that's really nice. I'm happy for you. Uh, indeed, I would. I, I would wish no ill will on the car, uh, but I just hope that, uh, it, you know, when you go to Hawaii, Barbados, uh, wherever you, you uh, uh, gallivant to the corners of the earth, I hope you have the time of your life. I hope you're safe and healthy and that it's a monsoon the whole time you're there. Just rains. <laughs> just rains. That's it. If the you're, power goes out, you're you know. still in Barbados. Yeah, right. Austin, come on. I don't believe that. Uh, you can have a good time in the rain. That's up to you, man. That's totally but your choice. May you not have great weather. Right. Why Why would you wish ill weather on us? I, I wished you the time of your life, but you're focused on the weather. See, you're focused on the wrong thing. But what if we, but what if we want good weather? I don't. You can. You can want it. I want it not. <laughs> it's just... You can have great time playing chess and checkers and doing puzzles in Barbados. So would it be an overstatement to say you're the jealous type? No. Vindictive, yeah. Vindictive. <laughs> <laughs> That's the word. Driven. Uh, a little a little on the vindictive side. Let's think about this. Goal oriented. Jake, that is Motivated. the man that is the man who holds our careers in his palm every day. Oh yeah. <laughs> Again, you're just you're just thinking about this now? <laughs> We need a nickname for Austin, something evil. You know? How about Your Honor? <laughs> Dr. No. Your Highness. What did we come up with yesterday that was so good? Oh, uh, Curly. No, oh, that, was for, that was for his next child. That is for his next child. That The train robber that I'm going to raise. <laughs> That's Curly Horton. <laughs> That's such a good name. It is such a good that name. That is the perfect handle. Uh, that's what we're calling your kid curly. I don't care. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's just she's, you know, she's got curly hair. Yeah. Oh, well, I've met the next one, but there yeah. won't be a one. But yeah. <laughs> one and Look. done. Ost. Well, yeah. That's, <laughs> and, and now we took that a vote. Now? It's one to one. So <laughs> are, are, is, are you one? Does your wife want more? This is personal. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that you're asking that on the radio. <laughs> God. You, so did, essentially, you did open the door. <laughs> We've established. I did? Yeah. That, <laughs> that Austin doesn't want any more and Whitney wants more. Whitney likes babies. And I liked having one baby. She was a miracle. It. it was a miracle that this Wait, baby came to us. You know who's going to win My this, wife is right? calling me. I hate you, you both so much. You know who's really? going to yes, win this. Yes, she's calling me right now. Should I answer on speaker? <laughs> yeah. What if the house is burning down or something? Yeah, get her off. Hey, you're on air. You are on the air, Whitney. What's up? Because they they were talking about you, and I thought that's why you were calling. No? No. Okay. No. I'll call you back after the show. Love you. Bye. Okay. You're, 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 that was good, good news. Yeah, yeah, good news. No, we weren't talking about Why did I say we were talking yeah, about Yeah, you slipped up I blew there. it. Now you got to explain. Wow. That, that's sort of the vibes in the universe that we're talking about Whitney, and she happens to call the moment we talk about her. I just hope it rains wherever you go. I, uh, Austin, first of all. So it, much it more just, than before you now. Might yeah. as well, Jumanji you, rain. You might as well punt because you're having what? more kids. Yeah, oh, okay, Gordon. She, you don't need to meddle. These are no. serious. Are you life, an oracle? Yeah, these How do you are know serious these life issues. She, you do not want, not want, nor need to meddle. If she wants Are you my mother-in-law? Come on now. <laughs> if she wants more, you're having more. That's 
That's a slam dunk, baby. I'll draw you a picture as to why that may not be possible. <laughs> I was going to say, Austin does play a role in this, so, you know. <laughs> well, I didn't say who the father would be. I just said that okay. you. Okay. Okay. Jeez. You wish a little rain on a guy. And Way too Ten far. years of friendship is severed. <laughs> you know, I've noticed that about Gordon being uh, social distance from home. Things go from zero to personal, like, really, really quickly. I apologize. That probably was that I'll accept an apology in cash form only. <laughs> Can we dump that? Is it too late? <laughs> yeah, it's, about, it's about eight years too late. <laughs> I came and went a while. I came and went about two minutes ago. <laughs> and the thing is that Austin could absolutely—he does. He has us. He has our careers in his hand. I mean, he could push the wrong button at any time, and you and Jake—you certainly would be toast. The way you talk during the breaks. Whoa! Hey, what is what going are, on? What is going on? <laughs> Oh, we didn't make the video blurry for your stupid fish yeah, hat today. Did I go too far? I mean, the glasses that I'm—I'm just—I'm trying to play detective. Because you either were trying to look cool, or you really are in Barbados, and I haven't seen you in a while, so I'm you just, never know. Yeah, you never—you never do. That's what I'm saying. Like I so see, I've so seen you digitally like, many times, but not I could get, personally. I could—I could get away with doing this without even telling either one of you. Eventually, you're going to have a technical problem. Yeah, but then I just call up and say I got a technical problem. Uh, Last time, you needed new equipment, remember? Oh, that's true. And if you're in Barbados, I mean, I don't think Johnny Lightfoot's going to mail it to you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a good lesson. That's a good. Uh, that's, that would make this whole conversation worth it. <laughs> that what hammer a waste out of, of plan. our lives. Yeah. That if you're if you're cheating somehow or doing something, sneaking around with something, you're going to get caught sooner or later. Well, all right, coming up next, we will get what, to what, the. Where did that twenty seven minutes of? Life <laughs> we'll get to the split story of the day. Uh, Jay Drew having the baby. <laughs> Jay Drew had an interesting story in the Deseret News. We'll talk about that. Coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, band of the day today, Herb, Al- Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass in honor of Cinco de Mayo. Uh, brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. I can go for a little Tijuana Brass today, Gordon. That sounds good, right? Sure. That's good by me. Okay, because usually you find a way to to rain upon most band of the day selections by others. Some people uh, think that Cinco de Mayo is uh, marks the Mexican Independence Day, but uh, no, 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 Jake, it does not uh, celebrate that. Do you know what it does celebrate? Uh, no, but I've heard it's more of an American thing than it is necessarily in Mexico. But what uh, what, uh, what does it celebrate? 
It is a celebration on the date of uh, the Mexican army's victory over France at the Battle of Puebla during the Franco-Mexican War. All right, but that that's different than Independence Day. Like, oh, they had already declared independence? Yeah, independence. Uh, Mexico's independence, I think, came in like uh, 1810 or something like that. Kind of like we celebrate on the 4th of July, but the, the war didn't actually end until sometime later. Uh, yeah, but that, that, that's, that the Declaration of Independence yeah, came on the 4th of July. I, I suppose maybe that's in error as well. Check with fact or fiction. I don't know. I don't know if that's exactly accurate. Yeah, that's when not. they signed the Declaration. July 4, 1776. Yeah, July, right. Mr. Feeney sang about it for an hour and a half. He did. That's a good play. <laughs> but uh, but the war wasn't over until right. later. Right. Right. But the Declaration of Independence, which is what is being ce- celebrated, not the victory uh, over Correct. Brits. Which is difference in the holidays. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. So it is Cinco de Mayo. When's recess? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Should we get to the split story? Yeah. Let's, let's, let's do, do it. it. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. So you're telling me the rallying cry will be, give me liberty twice or give me forfeits? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, you know, there's obviously a lot to, that has to take place. I mean, number one, all BYU has contracts with all these schools uh, to play, and um, and so when, even if they say, "Hey, we're not going to play you; we're just going to play league games," then that's a whole nother can of worms. Is what you do with those contracts? Uh, so you know, I can see attorneys getting involved and in all that. But uh, yeah, that's just one option: is uh, playing Liberty twice, playing New Mexico State twice. Uh, and, and, you know, and who knows what's going to happen with Notre Dame. They've got the scheduling agreement with the ACC, but but that doesn't take care of all their games. So, you know, maybe BYU would play Notre Dame twice, and I'm sure people would, would love that around here. All right, that was Jay Drew from This Morning with DJ and PK. It's your split story of the day. Of course, BYU, like everybody else, Gordon, kind of wait, waiting and seeing what, what is possible come the fall for a college football season. And, of course, one of the, the things that's been suggested is playing conference only, as Jay alluded to right there, putting uh, independents, including BYU, into an awkward spot. Uh, Jay does a nice write-up in the Deseret News talking about all this, uh, and uh, he has comments from Duff Tittle and others, uh, but uh, basically, uh, Dennis Dodd reported that the independents had all talked, Gordon, about scheduling each other, but added that BYU and Notre Dame were not included uh, in that uh, in that statement. So uh, Jay, amongst other things, got uh, basically a comment out of BYU, more or less, and hopefully I'm accurately paraphrasing here, but basically... Tom almost said, yeah, we're in the mix. I mean, I've, they haven't said they've had official conversations or conversations with everybody at once, but Tom's obviously talked uh, to these other schools about what may or may not happen uh, if the if uh, everybody else goes conference only. So that part of the conversation, maybe it wasn't official conversation, but Tom, I mean, Tom's exploring just like every athletic director out there is exploring. So maybe it comes down to all the independents play each other a time or two, Gordon. Maybe a home and home with uh, New Mexico State. What do you think? 
Well, first of all, why would Notre Dame and BYU not be in those conversations? Are you uh, kidding me? Notre Dame because they'll just play with the ACC. Yeah, but they don't have enough of those games, do they? Well, they are contracted to play five a year, but maybe the uh-huh. ACC expands just to include them for an entire conference just for a, you know, emergency situation. I don't know. But Notre Dame also does their own thing, right? I mean, let's not forget the the arrogance that comes along with them. You know, they, they're probably saying, hey, we'll do what we want to do. If we want to play USC, that's what we're going to do. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and those uh, those other schools of for other conferences, you can say, "Hey, only play conference games." But if Notre Dame's on the phone, you're going to make room for them. See, that's what maybe they're betting on, right? That everyone I, I, everyone many, says, "Quarantine, be darned." Notre Dame's coming to town. How many uh, how many independents are there? Austin, we listed them before the show. There's Liberty, UMass, UConn, uh, New Mexico State, New Me- Army, Army, and Navy. No, not Navy. Oh no, they're in the uh, 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 the AAC. UMass, UConn, Army, Notre Dame, New Mexico State, BYU. BYU. I think that's it. Yep. Yeah, I think that's so it. So what do we got? Seven? Uh, five, right? How many did I just name? Five. Well, all right. So you well, might be playing some of those schools twice. Not, yeah. I tell you, is playing which is which is better, playing New Mexico State once or playing them twice? I think if it means BYU playing football, you'd take them twice, right? Yeah, I I suppose we're all hungry for sports. Of some right, here's sport. here's the list: BYU Army, UMass UConn, Liberty. New Mexico State, Notre Dame. So, yes, that's uh, seven. Yeah. Total. Yeah. If you count that, Notre Dame. So, right. That's what I thought. All right. Well, uh, I just don't know whether fans are going to go for that, man. That's uh, One, one you've got the concerns. If you're planning on having fans, you've got the concerns about the virus. And are you – is it worth it to you to go out into a group setting – to watch New Mexico State for the second time. I, I I got my doubts about that. So I I think about it a little bit differently, Gordon. Um, if the faucet is all the way turned off and it's at zero and there's a lot at stake, anything that they are able to bring in is greater than zero. So whatever you can feasibly do to wrap your brain around it to make it happen is better than nothing unless it's going to make you sick whatever you're able to do i guess i'm calculating that into my statement there whatever you're you're able to accomplish i think they're going uh, to try and do so that's more than zero and if it has to be zero i guess it's going to be zero but what, what they're going to do is try and have it be something and if that's playing a game against New Mexico State twice with no fans, at least you can put it on TV. And maybe it's 30% of what you would make. Maybe it's 20% of what you'd make. But it's more than zero. Okay, so are there going to be fans or not? Because in listening to the uh, some of the school presidents, a couple of them around the country, they made it sound like there would be fans in the stands. 
And that that seems like that's a giant leap. Uh, when I hear Dr. Fauci talk, uh, that's not the tone he takes. Well, I don't know who these school presidents are talking to. I mean, they're getting advice from somebody. Uh, but I, I mean, that seems like something that you couldn't conclude at this point. I don't know how you could definitively say that at this point in time here on the 5th of May. Uh, that seems like I would agree with you a bit of a leap, but I, I don't know. I don't do this for a living, and I don't know who they're, uh, uh, you know, or event planning or whatever for a living, and I don't know who they're talking to. I'm not, I'm not sure, Gordon, but that does that seems like maybe a bit of a leap to me. Like what the, the Miami Dolphins laid out seems way more realistic to me, and, and thinking maybe you could operate at 25% capacity. Here's how that would happen, you know, those sorts well, of things. Why would you— why? What's the difference? I mean, if you can, if you can have a schedule that includes other conference members, but doesn't include uh, non-conference games, then why can't you do both? If it's safe to do one, why wouldn't it be safe to do them all? Yeah, I'm not sure, Gordon. I think it depends on the logistics that conferences come up with. And maybe it's a starting point. I don't know. It's only one of the options. But it's one that BYU's got to be worried about, I would think. Yes. I mean, if everything's 100% back to normal, then, yeah, BYU's not worried about anything. The, what's I, the likelihood of that? And what do you do if it's not that, which seems more likely, right? Yeah. And so seem... one one of the plans is maybe you just limit the games to conference games, make it quick and dirty and get it over with. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, those unknowables are come into play here. I just don't know what the difference is between playing nine games and playing 12. I Because really, is starting, say, at the end of September any different than starting at the beginning of September? Yeah. Other than what's, you need... what's going to happen in that in that three or four week period that's going to give everybody the green light? Well, I mean, other than they they need ramp up time, and right now the the brakes are still on, right? So yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, there there's so much that could change between now and then, but there's also so much that couldn't. But I don't know how you could definitively say one way or another. That's why I like. Uh, again, just referring to this Dolphins plan, and maybe we get more into it later. That's what I kind of liked about it. It's like, all right, we're going to pragmatically think about this thing, and if we're able to pull off this much, and because this is the the most that we're we're saying we're able to do safely, well, then that makes a lot of sense to me. As opposed to just, well, we're planning on doing it. Uh, I don't think I don't think life is going to be that simple again for a while. Give me the abbreviated version of the Dolphins. Well, plan. we're we're way over. Let's let's get okay. into it uh, coming up here in, in a little bit. We can maybe dive into it and what's going on. I do need to tease. Dennis Lindsay is going to be on the show today. Gordon, uh, he has a press conference via Zoom at three. He's going to join us immediately after. We're thinking that's going to be around three thirty. But with these things, uh, we're never sure uh, right on the uh, button when he's going to join us. But he will be on the show today in the 3 o'clock hour. So we're certainly looking forward to that. Bowler is going to be on the show, Gordon, as we talked about last week, for the entire 5 o'clock hour. So that's going to be fun. We'll talk to uh, Craig Bowler Jack uh, during the 5 o'clock hour. I'm sure he'll have plenty to say about what Dennis Lindsay has to say uh, coming up in the 3 o'clock hour. So it's, uh, it's a very busy day. It's a good day. 
Uh, yeah, you bet. All right, we want to remind you about our friends at Syringa. Syringa Networks, home to complete business telecom and IT solutions, backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communication for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Want to remind you on Friday, Tom from The Warehouse is going to be calling in all show long with great deals from the Orem location. It's The Warehouse. Don't miss the calls. They're always fantastic. I'm trying to channel my inner Tom here, uh, Gordon. Boom. What do you think? <laughs> all good. Did that go all right? I go yeah. all right? All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gordon, uh, we can bring up this uh, this Miami Dolphins uh, plan if you want. It might require a little bit more time to really sink our, our teeth into, and we're expecting Dennis Lindsay during the 3 o'clock hour, hopefully. But basically what's happened is they're kind of the first stadium, really, to release a plan of this sort, Gordon. Uh, they talked about it on Good Morning America uh, today. I'll just read some of the quotes from their CEO and team president. Quote, uh, we would have times to come in uh, for security at different gates so people would be separated out in terms of when they enter the stadium. They would, uh, We would exit the stadium much like a church environment where each row exits so people aren't filing out at the same time in a herd. Um, they had uh, mock-ups talking about uh, how fans would go to it and how the layout would work. Gordon, this this I found interesting. Uh, Hard Rock Stadium holds 65,000 people with this layout, and to keep everybody separate enough, they could only have about 15,000 fans. Uh, and then they'd work concessions different, order from your seat as opposed to wait in line. Uh, but uh, that's kind of the that's kind of the gist of it. Boy, I'll tell you, I would uh, I would like to hear uh, from uh, Dr. Fauci on something like that, whether he thinks that would be a good way to go about it, because I'm I'm not qualified to say one way or the other. But at least it is an idea. I mean, you know, people are thinking and trying to think of some way that uh, sports can resume and, and be enjoyed. If if it can be done safely, I'm all for it. I, it's just that's a big if. So I, what I like about it, Gordon, and I'm sure there's holes that you can poke in this thing. I'm sure if we went through it with a, a fine-tooth comb, there's a mountain of what-ifs. But what I like about it is that we're starting to expand our thinking on how can we exist, how can we operate, how we can minimize risk, uh, because this situation is not going anywhere next week it's we're going to have to evolve the way that uh, that we think about different things and that that goes for business in fact that's a that is a um uh they get a lot of that task they have to think about a lot of that task you, you know the the state and and the government i think are finding ways to help i know the state for small businesses is uh you can apply to get ppp you know gloves and those sorts of things which are kind of hard to come by i think that's really great but i think we're going to have to adjust the way that we do things for a while and get done as much as we possibly can and whether this is the perfect solution or not gordon uh, uh like you said i don't feel qualified really to answer that but what it is is it to start? It's a it's a it's a start, and yeah, it's in a state where the governor has uh, a little bit 
different approach than some of the other states, which probably allowed it to to more easily uh, be the first to at least come up with a plan. But, you know, you're starting somewhere and maybe and I have no doubt that the good folks here at Vivint Smart Home Arena, you know, John Kimball and and his crew are going over that with a fine tooth comb and going, OK, what are some of the ideas that they have? And maybe can we apply them that to a, a plan of our own and maybe we can come up with something bigger and better. But what we're doing is we're thinking about it. Right. And we're having the conversation about it. And we're we're trying to. And, and Gordon, maybe it is 100 percent impossible. And that's the conclusion everybody comes to. But what does it hurt to think about it? What does it hurt to plan or, or th- figure out what we're actually capable of? As long as it is governed by good health policy. And that, that obviously is, is the foundation for the whole thing. But I like that. I like the creative thinking. I like looking for solutions. Because this is something that obviously is a big part of our lives, Jake, and, uh, and those who listen to our station generally are connected to sports somehow, and they would love to have that kind of opportunity if, 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 if. Yeah. Yeah, there's some ifs. I got it. That's what I was saying. I mean, there's a mountain of them in there, I'm sure. But it's a place to start. You know. Jake, one thing that really came home to me again as I was talking with uh, Dr. Angela Dunn this morning um, is that we're in this for the long haul, that there isn't a quick and easy solution. And, and this kind of thinking is productive, I think. So you can have, you can have some, some uh, structure in place to bring about some normalcy, even though it won't be completely normal until that vaccine is uh, is readily available. I, that, that's re- that's really the only way it can return to uh, to what we're used to uh, before all this happened. And in the meantime, what can we do to to uh, enjoy our lives, uh, to to get a taste of normalcy, even if it is just twisted a little differently? And I, I just want to say this is my personal opinion. It's about so much more than just normal. Yeah, like, yeah, some jazz basketball would make us feel normal again. But, but I mean, I, I apply this logic to everything. Like, we've, we've, we've got to get it, figure out a way to get things moving again. And sports is a big part of that. It's, I mean, there, there's millions of dollars and hundreds of thousands of jobs and, and people that make that go. And so, it, you know, it, it is more than just, wow, I can't wait to get back to normal. It's we've got to figure out a way to live lives, you know, like it, we have to figure out a way to help our folks in the in the restaurant industry. And I give them a, a tremendous amount of credit for being adaptable. I mean, Gordon, how many how many partner profiles have we had? Where they uh, where they talk about like okay well th- this is a bit of a challenge for us but here's what we're doing yes. you know I I think all that stuff is is absolutely productive and and believe it or not I think that will have a benefit for generations to come you know when we've been faced with obstacles what solutions do we come up with and so I mean we talk about sports and that applies to sports but it applies so much just across the board and we'd all you know of course love to get back to normal but we need to get Society needs to move as much as it can. How long do you think uh, that this will this this um, the overall effect of this will will be in play? Because even if let's say they come up with a vi- uh, a uh, vaccine by next spring, um, 
okay, well, we got some time between now and then, and that pushes things back. How long do you think we're going to feel some remnants of this, Jake? Longer than that. You think it'll be a year, two years, three years? Um, well, I, I'm not qualified to answer that. Uh, you know, I'd listened to Dr. Dunn and other epidemiologists about developing a vaccine, but I'll tell you this, there are plenty of viruses out there that don't have vaccines. And they've been working on a few of those for a long, long time. So, I mean, there's, there's no guarantees if that's what folks are looking for. That's what I'm looking for. I'm uh, looking for a vaccine. I'm <laughs> like, it, it, we, we're going to have to figure something out between now and then. Yeah, um, yeah, some adjustments and uh, and some limitations. Uh, that's all it is, all there is to it. But that is the only way that we can we can get back to what we what we were used to at one time. Uh, that vaccine, because people have to somehow find some immunity to this thing, and there are other things that do float around out there, but. Uh, this seems to have grabbed the world just absolutely in its grip and uh, done a lot of paralyzing. Well, we got to think about ways to to make it happen, man. That's that's what I like about the plans. We'll see how well, what it goes. If those, what if those things are incompatible? What if they're not? What if they are? Well, I know where we're at right now. <laughs> so if we could work it about uh, a way of making it better and improving some things, then I'm all for it. Bring it on. I'm all for making it better. Yeah, 100%. All right, stay tuned. We're hoping Dennis Lindsay join us in the 3 o'clock hour. We've got What's Going On coming up as well. It is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280.